come with us. When you wish upon a star. Come and remember the magic. What's up, all you rad dudes and dudettes? Welcome to 90s Disney, your podcast for everything about Disney in the 90s. I'm your host, AJ Minotti, joined by my brothers, Mike Minotti. Hello. And Chris Minotti. Hello. Guys, we are ready to travel upstream. Yeah. Mike, Sounds where are we exotic. going this time? We are going in a circle. Oh, boy. <laughs> or maybe half a circle, depending on when. <laughs> Yes, we are talking about the Discovery River Boats, a very short-lived attraction, an opening day attraction at Disney's <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Quite the topic. I'm excited. I'm excited I, to dive th- into This is one of those ones where my cast and idea is like, are you going to do a full episode about this? But I'm just telling you people, there's like four pages of notes here. So I, I like these boats. <laughs> people <laughs> sure. hate them. People deride them. I remember doing them. We went in 1998. This is a Mikey attraction. It is. That's probably part of it. I like slow moving things. I like boat rides. <laughs> I like. See, I, I'm a big fan of rides that just kind of take place in the park. Like the People Mover is my favorite ride. Right. Right. I love the Mark Twain River Boat or the Liberty Bell. Right. That. That. I like that kind of stuff where the track or the route is just kind of weaving through the theme park. So and this is their version of all of those things. Yeah. Now it had some problems and we will get into that and explain Ooh. why it didn't quite last uh, even like two years. It didn't quite make it. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, come aboard, have a seat. Just no dancing. Oh, oh, I dropped my and you're, you're spilling. Oh, it's a mess. It's my tempting tiger Rita. <laughs> we, uh, yes, I made. So if you watch the animal kingdom themed, yes. yeah, it, well, if you watched our episode about the uh, cocktails, we, I made Listen. a tempting tigress and I've now adapted it into a margarita form. It's Whoa, you're good. so fancy. I know. Well, it's actually, I thought it was fitting because Nomad Lounge is right on that river now. There you go. Yeah. See, it's, it's all right there. In fact, I think from its outdoor seating, you can see one of the few remnants of this attraction still, which we will talk well, to about. To learn about it, Michael, please take me back to April 22nd of 1998. Well, it must have been Earth Day because that's when Animal Kingdom opened. Yes. Uh, the, the number one movie is City of Angels. Now, uh, that must be a movie about Los Angeles. Aside from that, I don't know much about this oh, one, I either. have to say. I also don't know much about the number one song. Too close by next. You know, I mean, g- granted, we never do. Us Manais don't know yeah, much don't about know. the pie. You should know City of Angels. It stars the greatest actor of all time. Schwarzenegger? No. The other one. Uh, not who? Sylvester. I, I sent you several gifs of him today. Oh, is it Nick Cage? It is Nick oh. Cage. That would be Nick and Cage. And Meg movie. Ryan. Meg Ryan. Man, you know it's a 90s movie if Meg Ryan's in it. Nick Cage plays an angel. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that Meg Ryan can see. <laughs> is, is Love this... story between a female Dr. Ryan and a and heavenly it... angel Cage. When Cage finds out that he can be seen by Ryan, he longs to give up his immortality to become human. Man. Once he becomes human, he realizes the true meaning of love, and with that, the consequences of the fragile nature of life around him. Man. For a second, I had Michael with John Travolta in my yes. head. That's a weird movie. <laughs> Was that like we had like all the volcano movies? Did we not realize we had the era of angel movies? Yeah, maybe when, did, I, when did Michael come out? Was it the same year? Maybe. I, I remember we being saw really Michael. excited we saw about Michael. it. We saw Michael in the theater. Right. We, we did not pumped. see City of Angels, which is apparently the number one movie in the country at some point. Now, <laughs> maybe I need to see it someday. <laughs> oh, it was 96. Not, not close, close enough close to form a dynasty. Michael was? Okay. <laughs> dynasty. Uh, so, yeah, the number one song was Too Close by Next. Uh, but this is interesting. On April 18th, just a few days before this, the NFL draft happened, and uh, the Tennessee quarterback, Peyton Manning, was the first pick for the Indianapolis wow. Colts. What did he ever do? Yeah, right? Maybe he did this right. That's when his, his uh, I doubt, yeah. started. <laughs> All right. So... Let's talk about this. Very basically, if you don't even know what I'm talking about, you know there's that river that circles what is now this Discovery Island, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Well, back when the park opened, that was called Safari Village. And so, that, so they changed that while the park was already open. I didn't realize that. The mm-hmm. name of Discovery Island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that happened. I think after they closed actual Discovery Island at some point was when they changed the name of that. It is land. confusing because there is a village with a safari, with a safari just yeah. north of there. 
Right. right. Well, and it's confusing because back when this land wasn't called Discovery Island was when these boats, the Discovery River boats, were running. <laughs> so there's a lot of confusing things. It was all running. still falling in the place. But what this is, is it, it's a boat ride. There's two, there's, there's, there's two docks, and you go around that river, and there's a few show scenes around there. And uh, that's what we are going to talk about today. There were seven boats built for this. We had... Wow. Yeah, seven boats. More we, than I thought. <laughs> we had the Manatee Maiden, the Leaping Lizard... Ooh. The Scarlet Flamingo, the Otter Nonsense. Uh, it's pretty good. The, no, it's not. The Hasty Hippo, Crocodile Bell, and Darting Dragonfly. These names are all over the place. Some of them are just puns. Some of them are alliteration. Wait, is Leaping Lizard a drink at a... Uh... Leaping Lizard is a drink. I thought so. At Thing Now, and I wonder if it's named after one right, of the boats. That's kind of cool. That's, that's pretty interesting, there. Chris. There you go, deep. That's pretty interesting, yeah. So maybe that drink, I now I want to find out exactly. It has to be. I'm on it. It has to be. That drink has to be named after the boats, so that's great. These boats were uh, powered by natural gas. They're pretty hefty boats. You know, you can. I know when you think about boat rent, you're maybe thinking Jungle Cruise. A bit bigger than that. Not quite friendship, like the boats that take you... From Epcot to uh, Hollywood they, Studios. They look pretty resorts. close, though. Pretty close. Definitely. The, there's no indoor area. There's just an overhang. There's about nine rows with an aisle in the middle. And each row can fit maybe three or four people. It's probably like maybe the friendship without like that back open area. Mm-hmm. Probably that size. Right. But they're hefty boats. They are hefty boats. And they would depart from two different docks. The first one is in Safari Village, again, which is now Discovery Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so th- this dock would be right on your right when you cross that main bridge, when you get out of the oasis, the one with the big view of the tree, you go in that bridge, they, they try right. to take your picture. Right to the right there is where this first dock would so, be. So on opening day, this would have been like the first attraction you come across. It really it would yeah. have been. Unless you went, I guess if you went straight, maybe you come across, it's tough to be a bug first. Right. But you're going over that bridge. You might be seeing boats. If you just look to your right, you'll see people boarding a boat probably. So yes, that's a, that's a good point. With disappointed faces uh, leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the second dock, uh, which is called Upcountry Landing, the first one is just called the Safari Dock, I think. Uh, this one is in Asia, which at that point was not much of a land. It was still technically a distinct land on the park map, but all it really had was this dock and Flights of Wonder, which was the stage for that is right across from where this dock was. Right. Yep. Yeah. Which is now that up up show, right? It's like a like bird. Yeah, an up bird. They keep trying to do something mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. We've never seen any iteration of it actually have. No, we? we haven't. Right. Not even not even back then. But yeah, Asia wasn't wasn't much of anything. There was no Mahaja Jungle Trek. There was no. Maharaja. Thank you, AJ. I knew you'd correct me. <laughs> <You're more laughs> there was there's no Kali River Rapids or, or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, so that, that that that's the the kind of the basics of this road, and then the boats would kind of travel clockwise along this river. If you did a round trip, it would be fifteen to eighteen minutes. Well, it is noteworthy; these boats were not on a track. No, they're boats. They're boats you know, the, a person was actually driving them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and that's kind of funny. You say the the length of the ride when it takes five minutes to walk between the two, and that's uh, one of the problems. <laughs> that there's the rub. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, that's kind of the thing. Well, that, the ride has a crisis identity. But let's talk about what you will see. If you went on this ride in 1998, well, d- depends on what point in 1998 yeah, you went, right. actually pretty drastically. Mid-1998, we'll say summer of 98. Yeah, so so let's assume that we are departing actually from the Asia dock. Uh, and you know, what, one of the nice things about the ride in general is because it's this clockwise on this river, you're getting a lot of views of the Tree of Life. And the Tree of Life is so pretty from every possible angle mm-hmm. you are getting some unique angles you're seeing a lot of those animal sculptures you're getting great views. if you ever just even been in like the you know the africa section where you can kind of look out past there and you get that great view of it imagine you're actually on the river looking at it right but stuff like that probably the closest you get to it even to, to today's standards yeah you know? aside from some of the walking trails yeah you know, like some right. of the back parts of it mm-hmm. yeah uh, but aside from that, there were like some quote unquote show scenes that might be generous. So again, let's assume we're start we're leaving from the Asia dock. Um, so when you leave, actually, the first thing you see on the left is construction because they're building the the, the animal exhibits. Uh, maybe even starting some of that Kali River Rapids mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. And they, they even say that like, well, we're building the Maha. I'm so, I'm afraid to say it again. Maharaja. Thank you. That's a lot of Oz in my defense. Just gotta think, uh, like the guy in Moulin Rouge, the Maharaja. I never saw Moulin Rouge. Yeah, that's a great reference for Mike to remember. (laughs) But so 
so at this point, you were actually kind of in this lagoon called the Discovery Lagoon, named after this boat ride. I'm getting I confused. Yeah, I know. So much to discover. So this, well, this <laughs> this lagoon is still here, and this lagoon is where they do kite tails right now. It's that yeah, little right. outreach there, and this is where they built where the they amphitheater. Built, they built, yeah, they built the amphitheater in the stage. There. So, but here right now, really, it's just this big body of water where you can see construction, and they kind of have these sculptures. They look like they're like made out of like. Flattish pieces of iron like, that like are bent. scrap metal or something. Yeah, almost. and they kind of look like animals. Like the one kind of looks like an iguana, and like some of them are shooting water. One of them might even hit the boat. Oh but, no! Yeah, they almost kind of fit in with like the way the animals sort of look, like the stylized animal at Flame Tree Barbecue, which this is pretty close to that outdoor seating area. For yeah, that, yeah really. you're right. It does actually match that aesthetic pretty well. Mm. So, so maybe that's what they were going for. So this is kind of the big thing to see right here. Uh, and then you will pass under the bridge that connects Safari Village to Dinoland, uh, USA. This is where you see probably one of the coolest things in the in this whole attraction. You see a full-scale iguanodon animatronic off to your left. He's frolicking in the water. This is actually like a direct continuation to the plot line of Countdown to Extinction where... You know, at the end of that ride, you get an iguanodon, you bring him back, and when you're in the gift shop and stuff, you see him, like, going around the Institute. Well, now he's escaped the Institute, but he's outside, and that's why this is the only actual dinosaur animatronic uh, outside of the ride in the park. Right. Otherwise, you're in the present day, and, like, there's those sculptures in that one walking trail, but those are supposed to be sculptures, right? Just right? statues yeah. and stuff. Right, so this is actually that, that is iguanodon. Really neat, actually, kind of yeah, cool. that's a good bring that out. That's good show. Yeah. But like, yeah. how many other like attractions kind of continue the story outside of its attraction itself? Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of neat to see that. Yeah, and it's a cool looking animatronic. It's yeah. big. It has decent. It, it's in like the water. It's like wading in there. He mm -hmm. kind of splashes about a bit. I, is it supposed to literally be Aladon from the movie Dinosaur? I think that was kind of a retcon. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when they made it dinosaur, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so then after that, you are at the Safari Village dock. And at first, this is where you would unload if you want to see the rest of the So two they, show scenes. You had two. But they they did not allow round trips Not originally. at first. Not at first. Oh, you well, had to get out? You had to get out. At first, you had to get out and get back in the line, which would maybe be long. <laughs> but let's, let's, say you, let's say you did that. <laughs> let's say you did so that. You saw the You saw the animal sculptures. You saw, you saw the you iguanodon. You got to have more, right? Now you're on the second uh, leg, which is actually probably a bit longer than that first leg. It is, yeah, by mm -hmm. just by And waiting in the queue again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you go by, and then you cross under the bridge that connects the Safari Village to Camp Mini Mickey. Now, we can almost go on a tangent here about how Camp Mini Mickey occupied land that was supposed to be Beastly Kingdom. Huge area. Yeah, this was supposed to be one of the main um, major areas of Animal Kingdom, which was going to have... A bunch of attractions. There's going to be like a dark side and a light side. The dark side was going to have this big inverted coaster in this uh, castle where you would be swooping by a, right. a giant animatronic dragon. Like your bats. Yeah, like you were riding on bats, bats stealing yeah. treasure. And then the light side, the big feature there was going to be this 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 maze where you would, uh, it's this unicorn maze. And like the goal was to get through the maze and find the unicorn was going to be the big attraction over there. Well, it kind of resembles the uh, the... The dragon in Disneyland Paris, you know that, right? Like it'd just be this animatronic unicorn hanging out on like a little right. island of sorts, and yeah, yeah. So, so that was going to be a whole land when they were building the park. They realized that, of course, things are getting more expensive than they thought. So, which one are they going to prioritize? Eisner wanted to prioritize Dinoland USA. It's basically Dinoland or, or Beastly Kingdom. Which one first? They said at the time. So they said Dinoland. Well, dinosaurs when, you, were popular. You could learn more about this on our Countdown to Extinction episode. Yeah. Right. Because when did Jurassic Park open? It would have been like dinosaurs were at the hype. Ja right Jurassic there. Park happened in 93. AJ thinks 95, but I, I can correct No, I, I got yeah, it. Yeah, but it's, oh, still, right. it's, still a big, it's still pretty popular. Yeah, they had there's sequels a, and stuff. There's so. a dinosaur re renaissance going on right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it is it is a big thing. So, that, it seemed like the safer bet at the time. I mean, the, the only thing they would have with dragons was the movie Reign of Fire, which which they find out wasn't hit. I like that movie, but... Never seen it. Fire, yeah. Never it's like seen Christian it. Bale's in it. It's good stuff. Matthew oh, McConaughey's in it. Matthew right? McConaughey's in it. He's bald. Oh. Fun. Yes, yes. So, uh, so it was going to be that. So instead, as a kind of a quick fix, they put Camp Mini Mickey here, which was basically just meet and greets with the Mickey gang and safari outfits. And this is where the original outdoor theater for... Um, Festival, Festival of the Lion King was. Which is just repurposing old parade floats and yes. accidentally became really popular. Right, and eventually It's crazy how big that area is when you think about it. Mm -hmm. From the entrance to the exit of Pandora now to where that theater is. Right, and this is just occupying a very small part 
of, of yeah, that area right now. Yeah, it didn't go back all the way or anything. Right. It just okay. terminated at the theater they set up. Mm-hmm, exactly. But because we a, never really went back there, did we? We didn't. We never saw Festival of Lion King in its original location. No, well, even Camp Minnie Mickey. I mean, no. we were a little older at that point. Yes, exactly. Right. So this is '98. So Chris, you're the youngest. You're I would 10. Have been ten. I guess I would have liked it. You might have liked but, it, but. I would have been 12, AJ would have been 14, so I could see right. why we were like, we're not waiting in line to see Mickey, you know? Yeah, we back, see Mickey plenty. Back, yeah, back then, you didn't necessarily have to wait in line to see characters all the time, really. Right, there was a lot more roaming. spontaneous. Yeah, that's right. kind of the start of the whole, get on the line to meet a character, and I was like, no. I don't want to, and now that's all we do. Right, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a whole, they make whole attractions that are just that <laughs> now. But there are a lot of teases in the park in general even still there's that that dragon head and that dragon silhouette on a lot of like the logos and the benches right. and the yeah, gate the, and yeah, even, even the marketing like through mcdonald's and stuff yeah there's a lot of <laughs> stuff back then but there's a lot of stuff on the riverboat that's you know basically teasing because Beastly Kingdom. it was still supposed to happen yeah Right, and the first thing you would actually see, because this would have been closer to where that good side area would have been, mm-hmm. would be this kind of statue of a static unicorn kind of standing on this jet of rocks. And this wasn't an animatronic. This was just a statue of a unicorn. There are some pictures. He's kind of prancing. He's doing doing a thing there. He's pure white. He stands out uh, uh, very much so. Uh, and he looks kind of cheap even in this picture, which is right. zoomed out. Just hanging out. Right. So so you see this unicorn. This unicorn did not last long at all. Like, the best video you can see of a ride-through of this is from May 1998. So just a couple months after. A month. Way one month. After yeah. After the park was. And the, the unicorn's gone. Wow. It's mm-hmm. just that, that the rocks that he stood on are still there, but the unicorn is already gone at you this You think point. they give him, like, a little bit of time. I wonder right? what happened to it. Like, like yeah. right? just get junked immediately or is it, like, some Imagineering yeah. office? It's just, like, it just, like, looks kind of cheapy there. So that's a, yeah, then you'll pass under the Mini Mickey Bridge, which at this point they're, they're like, there's a Hidden Mickey in here. This is when they started talking about Hidden Mickey. Yeah, on, yeah. Right. Like on, on Disney Insider, right? They'd be like, is it, you can buy the book about the Hidden Mickeys and yeah. all that stuff. So like, look for the Hidden Mickey. Now, after passing the bridge on your left, you'll see a rock formation that kind of looks like a dragon head, and it has uh, water spilling out of its mouth. Um, and that actually had a functional uh, Func- uh, functional function that doesn't feature. make it functional feature. Yeah, that it, was, it was actually it was functional. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was spillover from like Camp Mini Mickey's water stuff, actually. So yeah, uh, but then after that, you see this dragon's cave on the left, and it was surrounded by the bloody and melted remains of knight's armor, and the at, out of the cave, fire would periodically shoot out. This was going to be the big tease, like, oh, there's going to be a dragon attraction mm-hmm. over in this in this area of the park. The Pretty au- intense stuff, too, those uh, those knights. Yeah, they were the melted. The one is literally melted. <laughs> the knights did not last very long. Once again, in this May 1998 video, they are already gone. There are literally, I've for years, you know, people have looked. There are no photos of these pieces of armor in place. In we place, know they were yes. there. People yeah. have said they were. But no one has a picture well, of it. And there's pictures of like them not there. You right, know, like like backstage. AJ, zoom, zoom in on this photo that I included in here. Is there some? Look look what's jetting out of the water there in front of the oh, cake. there are some feet. You see some feet. You see some shield. Here you go. Look at you. I'm caught making a liar out of you. Oh, wow. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe no video I, proof. You maybe know. video is what I meant. Yeah, but yeah, then there's no video actually. Yeah, okay. I, there's a there's some great. There's a whole site actually called discoveryriverboats.com with oh that a lot of good resources. This guy's a Mike. I thought you were a fan. Big yeah. fans. Yeah, but yeah, these this armor did not last very long. Kind of like the whole uh, red, the uh, yeah, red the elephant, elephant. The, the animal, the elephant corpse on the uh, safari right. ride. There's a lot of things in Animal Kingdom that got changed. Either right after cast previews or very shortly after that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Then on the right, after this, you're going to see some geysers just kind of shooting out from these very unnatural looking rock formations. Around this time, Africa is going to be on your left. You do get a pretty nice view of the Harambe Village, and there's some boats docked around out there, which is kind of nice. And this is where you get some of your best views of the Tree of Life on the right. I talked about this before, but. If you ever been to where those drums are in Harambe, right. you know, you mm-hmm. not you know, you are kind of by the water, you see the tree of life looking really cool. If you have a kid, you know about those yeah, drums. Yeah, and they like those <laughs> yeah. drums. This is where you're getting a really nice view. But it's also where one of the few times where there's an actual quote unquote animal exhibit that you can really look at where there's some storks that kind of nest around mm. there and stuff like that. 
they try to talk about animals a lot, but there aren't a lot of actual like animal pens around this river. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. on the course that you're taking. Right. There's also another cave with a with a covered waterfall on the left, and this one's not really. It must be a functional thing again. I don't know what mm-hmm. it's hiding, but it's not like highly themed or anything like that. And then you're back at the Asia dock. That's it. That's that. That is the ride. It's funny talking about it right now. It sounds a little exciting. Yeah, like, right. Like I'm a little thrilled to do this. But when you watch a ride through, it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, that. It covers that. It covers a lot of space. So like right. a lot between of these space. things we talked about was not much. Right. These Nothing. boats are moving pretty slow, and you have all this dead air. And it was a problem they realized because even just after they did like the employee previews, the cast member previews. They realize that people are seeing this ride's kind of boring. So, you know, they have one cast member driving the boat. They added another one who would kind of walk up and down the aisle. And he would have small animals in cages, like a scorpion. Which which this wasn't part of the original idea. No, no, right? not, not. This came shortly after. Right. Yeah, I mean, so and they would but, just kind of like shove these cages in your face and like, hey, look, it's a scorpion. And it's they a shame because, like, like, to me, it's like it's meant to be a boring ride. Let it be a boring ride. Right. Yeah. And, and, and both of these uh, cast members are mic'd up and they're spewing animal they're facts like crazy. They're talking constantly, yeah. Right, like they're they're so terrified to have any dead air. Right, like they're talking like we're on the safari, right? But it's yeah. not. There's not there's not enough to talk about the safari. They don't have enough time to talk about everything. That well, there is to say. what's cool that the safari does? It'll click on some music every once in a while. Just you know, do that. Right, exactly. So, so, so they, you know, that was kind of their first quick fix to this thing. Uh, and again, at first, when this ride opened, you got on one dock and you had to leave after the other. Now, man. Relatively quickly, they did do full round trips. So depending on which one you got on, you would just do a round trip. You would just pass the other dock. So you couldn't even you couldn't even get off halfway. You're saying right, which is so. And it's so kind now, of the now, identity now was even a travel thing. What that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Is this transport? Is this glorified transportation like the boats and World Showcase? Right, right? friendships. Or is this? A water attraction, like, you know what it makes me think of? And we never did this. The Swan the Boats swan in boats. Magic Kingdom. Right. Which, if you don't know, there used to be these boats you can uh, board on, kind of in Main Street, almost up towards Tomorrowland, where there are these swan-themed boats, and they would fit a lot of people about the size of a Jungle Cruise boat. And they would go along the river through that Main Street area up to the castle in, right. into Adventureland. Into the Jungle Cruise-like river. Yeah. Right. And they would circle back. And again, it wasn't, you know, anything but- crazy. But, but they, they kind of, like, prepared you for that. Like, this is just, like, a little scenic tour. And really, they should have done that with this as well. And also, Magic Kingdom had a bunch of other right. rides. So let's, but, but they were scared to let this be boring, which I think it, they needed to allow it to, you know, be okay yeah, to be well, boring. And part of the problem is it almost couldn't be boring because the park opened with so few attractions. Well, let's get yeah. into that. So what, what did go wrong here? Because, again, this ride does not last very long. So what, what could possibly lead to such a quick demise? Well, the original plans for this, the whole thing were much more elaborate, so it was already scaled back. We talked a little bit about those budget concerns, and I imagine a lot of that was them realizing how expensive it is to maintain and take care of animals, mm. right? And we already talked about how they had to make this choice between Dinoland and Beastly Kingdom, while other things had to be scaled back, including this, a lot of the show scenes of this quote-unquote ride so that they can focus on the more, quote-unquote, important parts of the part. Well, just talking about the budget real quick, it's funny when you watch, like, interviews of Michael Eisner during this time. I've seen a couple, and they ask him, like, the cost of it. And, like, they say, hey, I heard it was a billion dollars or whatever. And he just kind of chuckles, like, eh, plus, plus or minus a couple hundred. <laughs> yeah, million. right, exactly. So it is like, yeah, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the cut features was there's going to be a Kraken. And k- a Kraken? Kraken. 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 Kraken, yeah, so that's, like, that's not a long name. That's a soft Kraken <laughs> encounter. Uh, and, and this was going to be kind of actually pretty elaborate. Like the skipper would warn you about it. Uh, there's going to be a Kraken. And then eventually be like, uh, you would, like, your boat would pass a sensor. It'd be like, oh, there's a Kraken attack. Everyone look out. Uh, and there were, there were transducers un- attached to the bottom of each bench. So, uh, and if you lifted any of the benches forward, um, as much by a skipper, you would see like a storage area that was containing like life vests and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these would basically, these transducers would shake the benches a bit to make it feel like, oh, the Kraken's attacking us, oh, you know, we're in trouble. So it would kind of simulate that thing. There was also, instead of just uh, this dragon, like, fire breath coming out of this cave, there was going to be a dragon animatronic on the river, kind of you- similar to the Iguanodon. And rumors are that it would have used the same exact cast as the dragon in Disneyland Paris, uh-huh. which we talked a bit about in our Disneyland Paris episode. Mm-hmm. There's this giant animatronic uh, figure under in this kind of cave 
off to the side of the castle over there, which is oh, awesome. Cool. It's super impressive. And there's some. There's actually concept art of this. So you can see it's like this dragon just laying in the river, just shooting fire at the boat. Like really, it makes it into its own mini like jungle cruise when you look at the right. kind of stuff. I was gonna bring that up. Like it feels like this what this ride needed to be. Yeah. And it just didn't get there. Right. Exactly. And it looks. And once again, people are saying. Apparently, it came down to, well, we're going to have the dragon animatronic or the iguanodon animatronic, right? You already they built Dino Land. Dino Land's right. actually a thing, so why not do that? And, and also, the unicorn was going to be an animatronic and not just a static figure that looked that looked really cheap. But, you know, one, one of the, the big problem here is that Animal Kingdom really was, like a lot of parks that open at first, we saw this with, with MGM, we saw it with California Adventure and a bunch of other things. They're not fully fleshed out when they first open. They are half-day parks. It's not like back in the day when they opened Epcot and there's a zillion things to do right away, right? Yeah, or like when they opened Islands of Adventure. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, Islands of Adventure. That, that, <laughs> that, that came was, out of the gate pretty strong. That came out of the gate pretty strong. This is not, this, Less I mean, so here. I think everybody was impressed by what was there, but again, Asia was basically under construction. They mm-hmm. didn't build Beastly Kingdom. I mean, how yeah. many how many rides were in Animal yeah, Kingdom? Safari and did, Dinosaur. You didn't have Everest back then. The only like get yeah. in line and go on a ride was Safari and Dinosaur. So people and this so, and this. So because of that, <laughs> it wasn't just like some people looking to go in the cute quaint boat ride. Everybody went on the boat ride. It was just the only other thing to do. It was like one or three yeah. or four attractions. It was like doomed yeah. to fail because of that, really. And that's that's the real problem is because of that, it had like an hour long wait. Yeah. And you would go on a boat for five minutes and not see very much. And again, and, you know, like, well, what is it? Oh, maybe it's more transportation. Well, it's not very efficient transportation yeah, because you one, you're waiting for an hour to get on it. And then it's like a 10-minute boat ride to the other side of the park. But the other side of the park is a five-minute walk because the park is very well designed. It's like it's probably actually the most perfect, like, version of the hub-and-spoke hub design, right, right? right? Actually, it, lo- it looks more like a hub-and-spoke than even the Magic Kingdom does in some ways. Mm-hmm. So it's like just walking to the one dock to the other, it's not very hard. As big as the park is, you can get from those two points of interest very quickly. It's nothing. So they tr- they would try to fix the situation multiple times. Like I said, even after the cast previews, they would they would add the animal exhibits slash little prison cells. With, with the show. endless banter between the two cast members. Right. You know, they got jokes. Endless. They got jokes. Uh, they, they tried just renaming it to the Discovery River Taxi in November 1998. So this is, again, less than half a year after launch. Just to kind of emphasize, like this is transportation, like this is just a taxi. Like, don't get your get your hopes down, yeah. or whatever this might this might be, right? And then, so not much later after that, in March 1999, so this is the one year anniversary. Not even. Yeah, they 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 rename it to the Radio Disney River Cruise. With the most that was the most 90s idea they could have had. Yeah, Radio Disney is that even still a thing anymore? I don't think. I, yeah, so. it is. It's on Sirius. Really. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Radio wow. Disney channel. God, does it still have like, the same attitude? Radio Disney tried to be very hip. If you like, you know, Powerline from Goofy. If, if Powerline right. from a Goofy movie was a radio, was a station. radio station, this this would be that. So yes. energetic, twenty four seven. Right. Yeah. So you know, we're we're Too still much. we're still going through the attraction, even though at this point, so many things are missed. The iguanodon even broke down relatively quickly. People aren't sure why. Maybe it's because it was, it was on water. Who knows? Uh, you know, the fire effect would maybe be on it. Maybe he wouldn't be. The right. unicorn is gone. Uh, you know, a lot of problems like that. But this would have a new audio track, which would... It, it was hosted by a DJ who would tell you that he's DJing live from the Tree of Life, which... Well, makes like, no sense. Like, what's that mean? Is he hanging out in a limb up there? I don't there, know. Right? He's in the Bugs Life Theater. I don't know. Like, are they admitting it's fake and he's in, like, some tower at the top? So they lie to you. <laughs> to start. That was a lie. And like some of the characters would like Minnie Mouse would would chime in at some point with things with you know the radical stuff and they would they would play songs which in some senses maybe better than just hearing the unfunny spiel, but it also kind of didn't fit like I, I would almost rather hear like ele- elegant like really like, like Epcot right. songs you yeah, know yeah here they're playing the George of the Jungle theme from the movie at the time with, with and I love Weird Al but it was Weird Al Yankovic and Presidents of uh, the United States or whatever mm-hmm. yeah President of the United States wow it's so funny you say that and how topical. Just today, Weird Al released a cover on his YouTube of uh, Peaches, and the guy from Presidents oh, really? came out and sang with That's him. That's funny. Yeah, they <laughs> have a relationship. Yeah, and they would play Hakuna Matata. They would play Eye of the Tiger, anything that had an animal relationship. Yeah, and it's like, how cheesy. It's very yeah, cheesy. It is the quickest, like, oh, it's Maker's Hip, right? And they probably saw, like, marketing, too, with George right. of the Jungle, like you said. But again, Eye of the Tiger, like... But it, it doesn't fit in any of the problems yeah. with the attraction. It's a round trip now, but again, some stuff is breaking up. I think the fire effect was mostly working. The guys was working. They added some spider webs on the 
Dragon Key Ooh. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Making it kind of spidery. I, I, <laughs> no, I don't know. So, but but it, it's too late. People are kind of fed up with this attraction. They get a lot of complaints on it. By August 21st, 1999, Ooh. less than a year and a half after opening, it is just done. It if, is closed. If there were a couple other attractions, this would have made Well, and think about it. So, I mean, you have, you have an attraction now that requires two cast members per boat to operate. Mm-hmm. They're running on natural gas, so you got to fuel them, maintain the boats. Right. I mean, it's not cheap to, to handle that. Right. And you're, yeah, we, 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 we were comparing it to Jungle Cruise earlier, but again, Jungle Cruise is just a ride on a track yeah, at the end exactly. of the day. This it's is still, you need like someone who's trained to operate a boat. You need life vests. You need insurance. You're, you need all of that. You're in Guanadon's breaking down, and I bet even at this point, deep in their deepest, <laughs> in their hearts of hearts, they knew that Beastly Kingdom wasn't happening. Well, yeah, at this point, you know, Islands of Adventure is about to open up. That whole team of Imagineers had already jumped ship and built right. Dueling Dragons. Mm-hmm. That so, whole, yeah. That whole land. Mm-hmm. So, so that was it. It was a very short ride uh, for the Discovery Riverboat slash Discovery River Taxi slash Radio's Disney or Discovery. Or was River. it? But yeah. Well, there, there are remnants of this attraction in multiple places still to this day. Uh, a lot of those theming details along the river are gone. Like I said, the the, the spider cave, the gone, the iguana gone. Well, the cave's kind of like, isn't it so like you can kind of see it from certain points? It's just like kind of mossy, overgrown. Yeah, well, so let's start. Well, first off with the boats, actually. Okay. So a lot of these boats are in just kind of in a sort of dry uh, staging area behind the Finding Nemo musical show building. And how many were there? Seven? Yeah, seven or so. Uh, though two of them got repurposed for these pirate-themed fireworks cruises that they do. On the Seven Seas Lagoon, or maybe, yeah, uh, these these leave from um, the Contemporary. I don't know if you guys ever saw these things. Yeah, like on right. the Bay Lake side, yeah. Yeah, so two of these boats got repainted to this kind of bluer color. They got renamed to the Calm Seas and the Fair Winds. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if one of these was the Limping Lizard uh, originally. <laughs> two more boats just got turned into sort of norm, normal transportation boats for the Magic Kingdom. Uh, uncreatively named Magic Kingdom 1. And Magic Kingdom too. You think we've been on those? No, oh, yeah, no doubt. These are the like you know how there's like the kind of smaller ones that go to the Grand Floridian. Um, but don't they have like a middle section of seating? There, there, there are there, there was already a fleet of boats doing that, and they right. kind of added these to the fleet, and they do right. stand out from those other ones because again they, they keep an eye out. It's still the same form factor. They got rid of there was some theming on these boats back when they were Animal Kingdom, like 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 the fake rope on like the top like the right. front deck kind of thing like that, and here they look just Make it very all plain. Exotic. Very normal. They were using some of the boats for some character stuff, even after it closed. Like, there's this interesting picture of Chip and Dale with this kind of band in a boat and in that um, that Discovery Lagoon, as it was called then. And you can see Everest being built oh, behind them. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. neat. So, so they found uses for at least four of the boats. Who knows what's up with the three? They're probably rotting away somewhere still. The docks are still there. The upcountry landing dock in Asia... The first thing they did was they turned into the Upcountry Landing Bar in oh, August. Baby. Of yeah, well, don't, don't get excited. Don't get excited because it's a bar in the sense that there are literally like bars. Like there's a stand up tables, basically just tables and chairs, and they are under shade. Uh, Nothing was served there. Right. Kind of, that reminds me of the uh, the gummy bear attraction that they closed in Disneyland. <laughs> the dock for that became the same kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So the the actual dock part would disappear relatively shortly after, but the pavilion would remain, and they would use the pavilion often for meeting greets. Most often, it was for uh, meeting Baloo and Louie from Jungle Book, the cartoon. Not like I don't think they had live action walk around characters from the Jungle Book. That would just be a man in a bear suit. That was much later right. too. Yeah. yeah. By uh, April 2018, it became the party for the planet Wilderness Explorers Nature Spot. Yeah. It's just another spot on that uh, Wilderness Explorers thing that they do around there. And kind of with the pandemic uh, and since then, mostly just an empty shaded pavilion with some seating and stuff. They, they did add this, like, rock garden next to it that I included a picture of here with some painted rocks you can't access. Wilson! Yeah, it looks like Wilson. I don't know why they added that theming detail, but sure, why not? That's something. Um, the safari dock over in uh, what is now Discovery Island had a pretty similar fate. Uh, became a pavilion of character meeting greets. Mostly Pocahontas would 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 uh, be over there. The actual dock also disappeared, and now pretty much just a shaded area you can escape to if you needed to. But yeah, you're right. That dragon cave it kind of got hastily uh, covered with some mossy. I can't foliage. tell if it's natural moss. Or I artificial. do not think it is yeah, natural. It's not too natural looking. But yeah, in, front of, in front of it, you can see some of those kind of jetted rocks still left over from, from what it was. Right. 
Um, the stone dragon is actually still kind of intact. It's very grown over. You can see the snout still. There's mm-hmm. no water coming out of it anymore. That is probably one of the easiest to spot remnants of Probably the best place to see it is out the the outside seating of the nomad. Right. Sure. Probably. I, I, really, I really want to look for this actually next yeah. time. Sure. The Iguanodon animatronic, which I said broke down relatively quickly, or at least got disrepaired to the part where they didn't want to bother. bother uh, yeah. They have a bad reputation at Mokidum of fixing animatronics that break. Don't they? Yeah, right? <laughs> and so the, waiting on that yet. It's funny. It's break down. What do they do? They send it to Paris. <laughs> they yeah, skin it alive, and then they send it to Paris. Yeah, the remains of this ended up in the Disney Studios Paris Boneyard as part of their studio tour, which is like weird and dumb. Did you do that? I kn- no, it was you closed. Ah. Yeah. And what not like it wasn't like closed forever yet. It was just down for whatever. And now it's closed because that's where all the expansion for the park is happening. Right. But like a boneyard, like in, in MGM Studios, the boneyard was actual movie props, like the flight right. of the like, here, right. here, Here's our trash from here's Florida. Here's our garbage. We we flew it in from Florida for some reason, <laughs> right? They spend the cost for that. That's good. That's right. right. It, it, it's nuts. And you can at least it. put it to the Hollywood Studios it's one. A sad, and it's sad because it was a good animatronic. It was. Could yeah. Have, it was I mean, probably the really, best part of the whole attraction. Yeah, it was the highlight of the attraction. They could have done sure. something something else with it, right? Even in, I don't know. So that, put it in dinosaur. Put it in the pool in front of the attraction instead of the static in Guanadon. Yeah, right. There's something. I don't so, know. So that's a shame. Uh, the hot spring geysers are actually still visible. From certain areas, pro- probably mostly from that path um, by the uh, theater. Festival of the Lion. Festival right, of the Lion theater. There you get but, a good view. Yeah, they do not shoot out water anymore. Flip the switch. Turn it on. Turn it on. <laughs> what would it, oh, God, imagine the grossness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting enough, there's some pins. that I, I thought this was pretty fun. Right. These are neat looking. Yeah, 1998. This is like maybe my, if I could get one pin. This is your uh, white whale. This would be this 1998 Animal Kingdom Discovery River Boats pin. And you couldn't even just buy as a pin. It came as part of a hat, right? Like it's still one of the Disney pins, but you uh-huh. had to buy the hat also. It looks great. Uh, and then also there was this limited edition Remember When pin. This is like a series where they were doing extinct attractions. Yeah, this one cool. came out in 2017. So this is a pretty cool one. It has Mickey and Minnie sort of in the front of one of these river boats. And they actually even have like a full dragon yeah, in the they're lake. Still yeah, they're, still, they're still lying to you. They're still lying to you. Yeah. So so that that's a shame. Uh, but, you know, so that river today, they have character barges now is basically all they do with it. So pe- some people are going around that river. Uh, and you can see like Launchpad McQuack with with Donald Duck. You see Pocahontas and Miko floating, and it is neat. Those boats saw, from I wonder. Those aren't the same old boats. Th- those they're are on roofs. They're way they're they're way they, too small. They yeah. look more like the um, the floats in Fantastic yeah, when they're say, dancing. Yeah. You know, they look a lot like that. I bet they're parked probably where the remnants of the other three um, uh, boats are they're for sure. Chilling. Yeah. We saw a couple of those. They were neat. It was kind of exciting. Like, oh, it is neat. That. It's a good Something's use. on the river. And it was first something they did out of necessity because of the pandemic, because they're right. coming up it with all these creative out. ways to do to have characters involved. But it's great. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty fun thing. Because Especially again, you're chilling at the Nomad Lounge and it just comes across. That river path is great because it goes by so much of the park. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, they're constantly having people to wave at and, 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 and stuff. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Do you have... Forty nine ninety nine Great British pounds plus eleven pounds sterling shipping. Maybe next AJ, paycheck. Don't spoil. It. That's a good birthday gift. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget. <laughs> birthday. That's like six months from now. You're fine. My next birthday is like further away from when this thing. I found become. both. <laughs> It'll be the Radio Disney Michael's birthday by then. <laughs> Shoot, you, you can you can get the Remember When pin for twenty nine ninety nine Great British pounds. Nah, it must be the same them both. I want the OG. I want the Animal Kingdom discovery. That's a great oh, that's looking good. pin. It is. So so that is it. That is the short kind of sad history of the Discovery River Boats. And I want to ask you guys a very important question. Did they deserve the derision that they have, no. that had, and still have to this no, day? No, I think they, they do. No, I disagree. Yes, they do. It's all on the fault of so well, few attractions. I understand that, but it, but it's not, okay, it's not their fault they were set up to fail, but fail they did nonetheless. They, That's what I think. I, I Yeah, I can see that. They, they failed upward for sure when they went to the Radio Disney side of things. <laughs> like, again, bringing the safari in, when they when there's quiet moments, they have nice music, you enjoy the scenery, do that same kind of thing with this. But they were probably under the gun of, this is one of the three attractions, four attractions we have. We need to do something with this to, to spruce it up. So I can see what they were thinking with, this is going to be like our main, our our Disney World Railroad. 
because it's a spoken wheel theme park mm-hmm. and this is a circle. The problem is the circle is so much more centrally located. Well, it's, it's right. an inner circle instead of an outer yes. circle. It's not the whole perimeter. Exactly. Right. So, and, I, and again, I, I can see why they're thinking this is transportation. We need multiple docks, so at least two. That's maybe what killed it because, again, well, they, well, they couldn't just let people on when you got to a dock because the line were, was an hour long to get on it. You had right. to kick people out so we can get more people in. You could you could only have so many boats on the river at once. I know they had seven boats. They weren't all in service at sure, every time. Maybe yeah. like three. Compared to the capacity of the Disneyland Railroad, where you would have two or three trains, and each train was huge. Yeah, right. It would fit so many. Again, this is nine rows uh, with an aisle, so 18 rows. Each could fit two to three people. Not giant capacity for, for, for what it is at all. And because of the, you know, how many people there are problem, if this had opened with just one dock and there were a couple more show scenes and it was well, just maybe, you know, an actual kind of ride. So here, here's like the idea of the attraction seemed like it, it had. It seemed like there should have been one big feature for each land of the park. The Iguanodon is your big, here's the dino land representation. The dragon should have been, here's the beastly kingdom rep. There should have been like a bunch of elephants by Africa. There should have been something from that's supposed to be representative of Asia. Like With each, something sprinkled right. in between, too. Right. Smaller things in between, and right. then each of those foreign right. lands gets a big thing. And maybe if you could have actually designed some more animal exhibits around, except for just like a little bit of the thing with the cranes here. I mean, that's there. harder, because it, it's, it's got to be open. I mean, I, I think animatronics are okay in this situation, because it is like in the water. and Yeah, with some static figures. I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, go, I mean, j- Jungle Cruise you. quality. We don't need like, well, you know, the iguana was cool, yeah. but we don't need ten of those. I mean, like, maybe you can that's have some simpler have, things. They should have looked at this as another, like a Jungle Cruise. Right, maybe. Really. They, yeah, maybe they needed to go more into that, and maybe they needed to lean heavily there, and maybe, maybe even though money was already being spent, maybe they need to spend a little bit more to to add a little bit more pizzazz here. I mean, if you go from that Asia to... to, If you start in Asia, you're on that thing for like four minutes, and basically the only interesting thing you see is that Iguanodon. Right. You're seeing construction in Asia and those kind of cheap-looking sculptures. Right. Right. And if the line would have been five minutes consistently, like a people mover, this this would have lasted forever. Right. Or or like even like the Mark Twain or the Liberty Bell, where most of the time it's like, oh, it's docked. I'll get on it now. Yeah. And so that's this giant, beautiful river that's going on. You're on this boat, and you can kind of walk around. And again, the audio track there is this pre-recorded thing that sometimes you're listening to, sometimes you're not. It's pointing mm-hmm. out something. Well, and that's a good point. You can't really zone this out, what you're listening to in this. Yes. It's so in your face. Uh, right. Especially when it's Radio Disney. It's obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. They, they need to have made it more subtle, let you zone out, let you just relax, but... It was doomed to fail with so few attractions in the park. And I do think it's a shame because it is such a beautiful river path, and you do have these amazing views there. And it, it's a fun little bit of a visual kineticism, too, when you're walking around the area. I, you see these boats traveling. And I yeah. love that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, not only do I love the people mover being on it, I love the fact that there are people movers moving around me. Yeah, like well, you, you just look up and see. I mean, that's yeah. the whole point of like anywhere you're looking in a theme park. Kinetic energy is... Is what gets you excited about why you're there. Mm-hmm. There's something happening and, all the time. And I, again, that's part of the problem why I think these had such long lines because you can see these boats from right. just about anywhere in the park. And they're mm-hmm. fixing that a little with these cavalcades, which is really cool. It, yeah. They are neat to see. But, but people see these boats like, well, let's go on the boats, I guess, because we already did the two other rides. Right. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of, I mean, even when we were younger, when we went, we didn't want to walk through attractions and do exhibits and stuff no, like that. No, we wanted to do the ride. Yep. And I, I, we wanted to do the ride. So, Chris, do you remember being on these? Because you were the youngest. You would have been 10. Do you remember actually going on I do. Discovery Riverboat? Yeah, I remember being on it. And to me, it was just like another boat ride because I was so young, I didn't know any better. Yeah, I remember being on it in 98. And I remember being on the Radio Disney version. And I remember being a tired kid not wanting to like go through like the Gorilla Trek or whatever. And stuff no, we like wouldn't that. do that stuff. We weren't. We weren't interested about those things yet. We were mostly, right. we want to do rides. So I wanted rides and attractions and things. So well, Yeah, and that's kind of interesting because my first impression of Animal Kingdom as a kid was I'm not that, in, that into this. Well, it was. It was It was the half-day park. Absolutely. I mean, our, our, and our planning in the late 90s and early 2000s was always, we'll get to Animal Kingdom when it opens so we could do Safari because that's the best time to do it. And we'll be done there by eleven o'clock or and noon, and then we go we go to a water park or Disney Springs or, or you know, really, downtown Disney. You know what me. we liked more than this back then? We would spend a whole day at Disney Quest. We'd spend more time at Disney right. Quest. We, than absolutely, we I did. mean, even until Pandora, we really did this like a half park until yeah. Tiffin's Nomad Lounge and Pandora opened. That was such a renaissance, and it's now 
might be my favorite part, especially with all the construction happening in Epcot right now. Animal Kingdom is maybe my favorite park right yeah, now. Animal Kingdom's in a very good place now. I do it's agree. fantastic, and it's probably the next one in line to get an attraction, which I still think is going to be an Encanto attraction right. and where the Primeval World was. Well, and one of the last uh, parks to get a non-IP attraction, too, which people enjoy with... Uh Everest. Everest. And God, even that's getting old now. Yeah, yeah. Ev- Everest really is kind of the last of what? that era. When did Everest open? 2008? That seems late to me. It's probably 2005 is my guess. Really? Yeah. Was it part, of the, was it part of the 50 for it Disneyland? It wasn't quite part of that, so maybe you're wrong. Let's, let's maybe see. 2006, 2007. Yeah, find out now, because now I'm curious there. But what's interesting, too, is that, that, so that lagoon, we said, turned into this stage area. I've never seen a show there. We did. My wife and I did. You, which one did you see? The uh, the main one. You we saw Rivers of Light? Rivers of Light. Yeah, we saw that. We were supposed to see Rivers of Light, you and I, when we were there for, what trip was that? It, it before was, Dad got there. Yeah, it was yeah. the guys. In, you, you, you and Dad were like, we're, we're tired. tired. We're going to go. Mike and I like, oh, well, I guess we have fast passes for Rivers of Light. And then we were finishing up Nomad Lounge. I was like, I kind of like, like I, we looked at the app. We're like, it's only an hour for a flight of passage. Let's go get green beers and get in line. And which, I, which we was had a great time. At the time, and, be an hour. And we had a, we had a, a ball. I'm so one, of my be, one, of my be, one of my favorite Disney World memories is us getting those hey. green beers. We were already buzzed from Nomad Lounge. We got our green beers. We got in that line. It was, it was dark out, so like the land beautiful. was lit. Like you're actually in the outdoor part Man, of the line. Everything. The only problem was that yeah, for the taste. For the Chris. taste. Yeah, the only right. problem was that they didn't have that in between bathroom yet. But man, oh yeah, we, we were definitely hurting by the time we got off the ride. <laughs> yeah, but that well, yeah, it was great. You know, that's the thing with the old kingdom. Like you could, I know some people still bemoan Beastly Kingdom. I think it kind of worked out in the end that we got Pandora. Well, yeah, Pandora's and, pretty and good. And really, if you want to see Beastly Kingdom, go to Islands of Adventure. You well, go to Islands of Adventure in 1999. Yeah, pre-Harry pre Potter. But you had a good good time here there to get a lot of what they were trying. But look, right. I mean, they already closed, you know, doing Dragons. And, I mean, how, how much longevity would a non-IP-specific uh, inverted coaster have really had, as opposed to Flight of Passage, which... Everybody can I, that, everybody can go on to Flight of Passage. That concept sounds really cool. I know. Maybe doing. this is me because I'm not a giant coaster person. But when when people go to Disney World, and it's people who don't go all the time, and they come back when they report to me, their favorite ride is almost always Flight of Passage. Yeah. That's the one it that is a crowd them. pleaser. I mean, it's a crowd pleaser. We had a friend that said that could care less about attractions who cried on the after doing that ride. They liked it so it's much. So, it's, it's great. So, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm ultimately kind of glad we didn't get Beast of Kingdom despite the incredible teasing yeah. on that boat yeah. ride yeah. and throughout well, the park. It's shocking in a way that we haven't gotten more of like, like the Disneyland Paris dragon with the unicorn thing kind of somewhere else in Disney World. Because that is a neat. Yeah, the, if you're like going to do concept, a walkthrough, yeah. that's that's a good way to do it. Well, that's we, some neat like animatronic. You just yeah, kind of there, get close there to is it. a maze in Disneyland Paris. It's an Alice in Wonderland maze, and I went through it. It's it's fun, but it's only so much you can do with that concept, I guess. Right? Once you've solved it, yeah, yeah. Uh, just get on Google Earth and look it up. The best <laughs> right. quote unquote maze thing we ever did was at Cosi in Columbus, mm. that Aztec thing or whatever. That thing was remember? basically real life mist. That was amazing. Yeah. You guys remember one we did years ago, and I think it was Toronto. It was like a medieval kind of theme. Do you remember the not maze that really, we did? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was next to like a Ripley's Believe It or Not. Man. You're, I don't remember. You're, you're outreaching my memory on that one. I don't even remember. I just remember wow. enjoying it. I must have no, been like I have, a, I have a question so. for you guys. Okay. So this was a boat ride. There's uh-huh. a lot of boat rides. What is your favorite boat ride Pirates of the Caribbean. Just Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean. Easily. I don't want to call you a normie. Uh, but it just is. <laughs> I mean, what else? What else is there? Small World. Uh, well, let's say what's, what's up for contention. There's that. There's Small World. There's the other Pandora, right? Which is fine. Which is great, but it needs to be two minutes longer. Th- then, there's, then there's one that is kind of getting a lot of appreciation now. I think it's getting the movement that People Mover got a couple of years ago, and it is. Listen to the land, or yeah. living with the land. Excuse me. It's there, not beating pirates. No, no. I, living with the land is great because it's such a remnant of original Epcot right. now. Uh, and it, I don't know. That's always just a very pleasant you ride. Got, you got Mexico. You got yeah. You got you got you. Well, yeah, you have the uh, the Donald Duck. Well, Chris got me and Chris got stuck on Donald right, I Duck. I can't do it. Anymore. Oh no, I was, <laughs> it ruined it. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, oh god, yeah, that it was, was rough. We got I, stuck. I'd rather much. listen. It's a small world to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, Hollywood Studios has no water rides. Right? They don't, huh? Now you say that. You know what's a good one too is the storybook uh, canal thing. Yeah, but yeah, Chris is right. It's pirates. I mean, that's the answer. Well, if rumors are true, Jungle Cruise. I mean, that's Jungle Cruise is also very good. Right. If rumors are true about eventually a Zelda ride coming to Universal, 
It's going to be a boat ride. If it was, if it if, was if a boat ride, if, if it, it was, was bo- on the oh, King of Red, Red Lions, Lions, oh my gosh, I would, I would freak out. I would absolutely freak out. All right, everybody, do we have any more thoughts about this dearly departed attraction? Short lived, but if you're into like looking for remnants of Disney past, this is a cool thing to kind of this, keep in mind. I don't know. This this felt like the quintessential Disney. Like we ran out of money. But we already got too far into this. Right. We we got to do something. Oh crap! It's not working. Pull. The you got to wonder how much was built before they made the decision. Yeah. Are we done doing Beastly Kingdom? Uh, AJ, right. AJ's down on it. AJ, but uh, I like even then. That's why I wanted to do this show. I liked it back when I did it in 1998. But again, but again, I was a coward and I we, didn't yeah, do we, dinosaur. We were riding dinosaur like this is incredible, yeah. and you're like, oh, these boats are all right, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> this, dinosaur's scary. This is the same theory that made me think Dreamflight was one of the best rides because <laughs> I did that well and People Mover because I would do it over and over while you guys. Did Space Mountain back in the That's day. That's a great segue to, for Dreamflight there. Yeah. What? Oh, oh, Chris. Yes, Chris. Your episode is going to be next. Do you have any ideas? So we, uh, you, me, and my, my uh, two of my three kids went to see Lightyear. So I think keeping that in theme here with the movie release, let's do uh, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin? Space Ranger Spin. Let's do it. I think it'd be interesting because we can talk about some of the, the Take Flight, Dream Flight. Yeah. And some of those ones that we didn't get and, to and do. We have a wings. lot of personal memories, too, with that yes. area mm-hmm. of the park. So. Yes, we absolutely do. We got a lot to talk about. It'll be fun because that's also one I wonder how much longer it's going to be there. Really? Little bit. It's showing its age a little bit, don't you think? You think? I, man, I don't know. Maybe it not, eats people, man. Maybe but not how much longer not... it's going to be there, but how much longer is it going to go without some kind of an update? I don't know if they're going to get rid of it. I think it has to. We'll see. It's, it's an we'll find mover. Out. We'll talk about that going. next month. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Sounds zip, good. Zip, 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 zip. Maybe we'll get a point five in this. But it's a very. We have a lot of birthdays like this. Yeah. Yeah. July is always a jam packed month in our family. Yeah, we'll see what's going. We're going on vacation next week, and we'll try to figure something out here. All right, Edge guy, you want to take us out? All right, everybody. Thank you, as always, for listening to 90s Disney. Make sure, if you haven't, to go to last month's bonus episode in my interview with Tab Murphy. Yes. Uh, mostly talking about Tarzan, touching on Brother Bear, and just kind of putting a bow Bear. on his career with Disney. How are we going to get him back now? We'll talk. <sighs> he has to make a new movie. Yeah, Tab. For Disney. Get, get to work. <laughs> make some phone calls. There you go. I'll make some phone calls. Yeah, we'll It'll do be it. great. Um, but yeah, again, thank you, Tab. Uh, you know, he was really our first guest on the show, who opened the door to us eventually getting Kirk Wise and Gary Truesdale yeah. on the show, which was ridiculous really cool. and something I never thought would happen. So let's get an Imagineer like for the next interview. We should get an Imagineer. Well, it's your episode. You get on oh, yeah. for the Buzz Lightyear space. <laughs> open open your big mouth. Yeah. Tim Allen, how it, would you like it? To? Is, um, I am a sh- uh, is, actually, that is weird because we do almost talk about theme parks more, but all of our big interview gets have actually been on the movie side, right? Well, you know, we just have a lot of connections in Hollywood. We do. I accidentally deal with, you know, Rocketeer and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yes, thank you again for all your support over the uh, the years now. We can say that, you know, and it makes sense. Years yeah. Of support. Uh, go to 90sdisney.com, 90sdisney.com, where you will find links to get past, present, and future episodes of the show and subscribe on the podcasting service of your choice. Where, you know, you can give us a five-star review if you feel so inclined, because that sure. does help people find the show. And tell your friends. Tell your friends. And subscribe to 90s Disney. Until then, we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.